1: to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, March 23rd, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. We're going to talk a lot about Trey Sermon on today's show, of course. Bank, Trey Sermon made it official yesterday. He is transferring from Oklahoma to Ohio State. What can Ohio State fans expect out of Trey Sermon?
0: Well, if he's healthy, I mean, he is a heck of an all-around back. He can run it. He's uh, physical to run between the tackles. He's got enough speed to get outside. Uh, He will block. He can really catch the football, which, you know, like I say, I I think it's such a huge part of Ryan Day's offense. Um, Master Teague, for all that he does well, that is not one of his strengths. So I think Trey Sermon brings that, that sort of ability to the table where he would be closer to J.K. Dobbins than what Master Teague would be if you want to continue on, you know, with what they did last year.
1: Yeah, you mentioned the torn ACL. I mean, it's, it's interesting that he's torn ACL the exact same day Marcus Crowley did. And obviously Ohio State's not going to have three running backs going into the season that are all coming off serious injuries, Marcus Crowley, Trey Sermon, and Master Teague. Obviously not an ideal situation, but the numbers are good. So you've got to feel like even if all three of those guys don't stay healthy, as far as, uh, you know, Sermon and Crowley and Teague, you've got to figure one of those guys probably will. And plus you've got Steel Chambers, Mayan Williams, Demario McCall. All of a sudden the numbers look good in the running back room.
0: Yeah, and the one thing about next year is you're probably only going to have a handful of games that are close, possibly close. Um, There's going to be a lot of blowouts next year, and when you get to those blowouts, you know, that's Mayan Williams' time then. That's Steel Chambers' time. That can be a walk-on's time. You know, you don't need to beat Teague, Crowley, and Sermon up, you know, they, they don't need to murder themselves, you know, that, you know, you get them through the Oregon game, get that win. And then they might be able to cruise for a while. So I, I think it's the kind of year next year where I think even let's assume all three guys are perfectly 100% healthy. I still think there's a place for all three because they're all different, you know, and Sermon brings something to the table that, you know, that the other guys really don't have. He's the closest one to JK Dobbins of, you know, the backs on the roster right now. And what they got out of Dobbins last year was pretty special. So, like I said, I, I'm not all that super worried about health because you're not depending on just one guy where, if, you know, if he's not ready to go, then it's over. So, I feel really good about the collection of running backs they have.
1: Let's keep Steel Chambers in bubble wrap. We need to keep them healthy, and being really the only scholarship running back that's healthy, not counting DeMario McCall, as you know, kind of more of a wing back. They're trying to move back to running back now. Uh, We'll see about that. Um, With Trey Sermon, Bank, was it like a foregone conclusion as soon as he decided he was going to transfer from Oklahoma? Was he seriously considering anywhere else besides Ohio State?
0: That's not what I was told. You know, I put that crystal ball pick in for him early in the process. I mean, I was told that it was pretty much a done deal um, right from the start. You know, the, the thing in Oklahoma is they have two other backs that were pretty good last year. So... He was probably going to be in a three-man rotation at Oklahoma, and I think coming to Ohio State, there's a chance that at worst he's in a two-man rotation with Teague, and at best, if Teague misses the year, then Trey Sermon going to get all he can, all he wants next year in terms of you know uh, workload. So it made all the sense in the world. There is a relationship with Ohio State before he almost came to Ohio State out of high school, and, and in fact, a lot of people thought. Ohio State was the favorite there, so there's a trust factor there with Tony Alford. Um, I, I think he fits the Ohio State offense so well, and I think Trey can see that too. So yeah, it everything up. I mean, it it just made all the sense in the world.
1: And last thing on Trey Sermon, how close was his recruitment coming out of high school? I know Ohio State was one of his finalists, I believe. Were they in, in it till the end, or was he kind of Oklahoma all the way?
0: They were in it early. I mean, and they were like I say, at one point they were considered the favorite. I mean, I thought they were going to get him early on in the process, and then things started to turn around, and he got into Oklahoma, got tight with them. And, um, but Ohio State was always in a great position with Trey Sermon, and I think that the early part of that relationship, I think, is what carried him through here the past couple of weeks to where, you know, he really trusts Alford, and I think he really trusts what Tony was telling him about, you know, his role for next year and how they can showcase him for the NFL.
1: Switching gears, but sticking with running back recruiting could be a good day or maybe a good week for the Buckeyes with Travion Henderson. I don't know how much you can share, but uh, what do the fans need to know about when Travion Henderson might commit and who might he commit to?
0: Yeah, I'm never good on when.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) But I I think Ohio State has him. I think it's done, um, again, offered. Um, You know, he needed a big haul this year. And aside from Trey Sermon, he needed a big recruiting haul and getting Evan Pryor was big, and he's going to get Travion Henderson, and that's going to be bigger. So, you know, again, I'm not good on when. I'd probably hit refresh on the browser every so often here moving forward because um, I think it's going to be soon. And um, so I, I would watch out for that. Big, big, big run for Tony Alford right here. And, um, you know, it seems like last year Coach Stud was taking a lot of heat, and, and it was deserved. And then this year it seems like Alford's taken some heat, and I'm not sure his heat was deserved. I think there were some extenuating circumstances with Alford last year and B. John Robinson. But Tony's back on the beam. It looks like this year his reputation across college football is that he is one of the best recruiters. You've met him before. I've met him before. He's a guy you instantly like. so there's no reason why he's not a super recruiter. And I think last year was just an aberration with Bijan Robinson's family at the last minute, just not wanting him to come all the way to Ohio. But I thought Alford did a great job there. He basically did out-recruit everybody in America. But if mom and dad aren't going to let the kid come 2,000 miles from home, there's not much you can do at that point. So props to Alford here.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he's hitting grand slam home run after grand slam home run here. If you could just have drawn up a perfect scenario for Ohio State after the Master Teague injury. Like, they obviously needed to get a grad transfer. They got the best grad transfer running back on the market, in Trey Sermon. You know, for the future, they needed to land not one but two excellent backs. They've already done that. Well, they haven't already landed Travion Henderson, but it seems imminent that they will. Um, Evan Pryor and Travion Henderson with Trey Sermon, like you mentioned, I mean, this has just been an incredible run for Tony Alford and the Buckeyes when it comes to running backs.
0: Yeah, and, you, you know, you got to be happy for the guy because, you know, he, he's quality. I mean, quality person, quality coach. You know, what they do on the field kind of speaks for itself. And like I said, I thought last year was a little bit unfair, you know, how people kind of tore into him. But, you know, he's back on the beam, you know, and uh, happy for him. And, I mean, this really sets Ohio State up, you know, looking down the line, uh, moving forward. This really sets him up well at that running back position. So, you know. And nothing but an A-plus for this effort.
1: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, Evan Pryor, what do fans need to know about him? I feel like we've kind of glossed over that a little bit because with everything that's happened. What do fans need to know about Evan Pryor?
0: Yeah, it's the speed that he brings. He's probably the closest thing to Curtis Samuel that they've recruited since Curtis Samuel. So I like him a lot. I like the all-around nature of his game. He can catch it. He can run it. And, you know, you just love that home run ability. Um, you know, he's probably, he's a better Demario McCall is how I would describe him. You know, we, we've had such high hopes for Demario and we see flashes, we do see glimpses, but I think Evan Pryor will be a more consistent uh, Demario McCall type of player and as and close to Curtis Samuels, Ohio State has had since Curtis walked out the door.
1: And with Pryor, was it down to Ohio State and North Carolina? I know North Carolina insiders early were, were pretty confident. Was, was it down to the Buckeyes versus the Tar Heels for him?
0: Yeah, it definitely was. And, and it didn't look like North Carolina. I mean, they had a, they had a big weekend there, um, and they flipped their, uh, Drake May from Alabama. They had a couple other kids from Charlotte commit that are friends with Pryor that he knows. And it just seemed like the momentum was really shifting toward North Carolina. And then, you know, Tony Alford, you know, stepped in and and bailed that situation. He rescued it, and now Evan Pryor's a Buckeye. And I think it probably just took, you know, and Ohio State might have been a little, I hate to say lukewarm, but they might not have been all in on Evan Pryor leading up, you know, to when he it looked like he might go to North Carolina. And I think they faced a moment where it was like, look, if we want this kid, we've got to show him now that not only will we take him today, but we want him today. We need him in our in our running back room. So I think once Alford pressed and went all in, um, I think that ended it for Pryor. I mean, I think Ohio State was really where he wanted to be, but if he was unsure of how much Ohio State really wanted him, how much they were loving him up, then I thought I think North Carolina looked like the safe area for him. But once Alford you know, showed him that he he wanted him and he was all in with Evan Fryer. then that ball game was over.
1: And back to Travion Henderson, uh, for those that don't know, number one running back in the country according to 24-7 Sports, number two running back in the country according to the composite. So he's really, really, really good. Um, he's listed at 5'11", 195 according to his 24-7 Sports page, but I know he told our buddy Berm that he's up to, what, 6'1", 205. What are you hearing about how big Travion Henderson is?
0: You know, I, I've heard varying... Things. And, and if he's one ninety five, that's fine. If he's two hundred five, that's fine. You know, he, he is a high school junior right now.
1: Okay, he is.
0: It's mid March in his junior year, so don't worry about. I never worry about size like that. Now, if he weighed one hundred sixty five pounds, it'd be different. One ninety five is fine as a high school junior. Okay, what I like is the cutting ability, the shiftiness, the speed, the burst, the explosion. That's what I'm looking for. Whether he's 195 or 205, I mean, it's irrelevant. He's going to come to Ohio State. He's going to get with Mickey Marotti. Um Everything's going to be fine in that respect. You know, if he weighed 160 or 165 right now, that would be a cause for concern. But 195 pounds as a high school junior, I mean, come on, that's perfect. He's fine.
1: He had his pick of the litter. He's one of those kids that could have went almost anywhere in the country if he wanted to. Who did the Buckeyes really beat out for him? I know Clemson wasn't on him, but they wanted him as a corner, I believe. Just who did the Buckeyes beat out for? Who are they going to beat out for Travion Henderson?
0: Well, I was told early on that Clemson was where he really wanted to go, but they never really recruited him in a way that made that kid feel like they wanted him. You know, they talked cornerback. They talked wide receiver, which makes no sense to me. But, you know, far be it for me to question Dabo Sweeney and his collection of trophies. But, that didn't make sense to me. So then, I mean, it kind of looked like Virginia Tech was in it, and it was like, man, it was a weird recruitment. I thought he was under-recruited, and thank God for that. You know, to Ohio State's credit, they're, they're getting him. Um, and, and he has supreme talent. I mean, I, I he would be my pick of all the guys. I really like Donovan Edwards a lot. Um, I like Evan Pryor a lot. There were some other guys, the Shipley kid, the Carroll kid, the Wheaton kid out of Texas. I mean, there were a lot of them. But if I had my choice of one, I would take Trayvon Henderson. I mean, I agree with, you know, the ranking of having him as the top running back in the country. I mean, you're splitting hairs when you're number one or you're number four. But yet, to me, he showed that. I mean, he showed all the skills I need to see. For somebody I, I would get really excited to have in my program.
1: Absolutely. I love his film. I don't know how you couldn't love his film. My question for you, sir, what is the level of competition he's facing? He's playing in Virginia. We know a lot of good football comes out of Virginia, but him specifically, the competition he's facing, he's just crushing you know, these kids on film. He's running away from him. He's running over. I mean, his film is as impressive as I've seen. What's the level of competition he's facing?
0: I really don't know. I do know that Virginia produces a lot of quality football players, so it's not like he's playing in Delaware or you know, something like that. I mean, he he's fine. Like I say that burst is burst. His track times are his track times and his cutting ability. You know, if you can go side to side, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I I've seen all I need to see on Travion Henderson. I don't know about the competition. Um, we've seen guys come from just horrible competition and do really well. And to me, that all comes down to measurables and, you know the ability to cut and the speed, and and that is the same whether he's going against girls or he's going against, you know, Lakewood Saint Edward. So I, I'm I'm totally sold on the kid, but but for me to, you know, speak on the competition he's going against, I, I really don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. The bottom line is he's really, really good. He's great. You're great as well, Bank. I appreciate it. He is Bill Bank Green. Thank you, Bank, and thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning to the show. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear the Buckeye Swag, best damn band in the land. <laughs> The hit Paramount Plus original docu-series returns.